This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. It's great to see you again. So, how's it going? Is it kind of been a bit ordinary? Well, the good news is there's something lurking nearby, and it's the extraordinary. Around us all the time is the ordinary, but around us at the same time is a whole lot of extraordinary. And I was waxing a bit philosophical about this as I was sat outside, not quite in the rain, and having just fed the the girls this morning. So let me share that with you. See what you think. The alpacas have taught me many things. And some of it takes a while to notice. Noticing, that's what they taught me. They've got this ability to look in one direction, appear to be giving their attention somewhere. And actually, they're not just giving their attention there. They're also giving their attention to everything else around them. They've got things that they're seeing out of the corner of their eye. They, they've got eyes in the back of the head. It's that, that gift, that skill, that ability that parents have to always know what's going on. It's frustrating for children. <laughs> Don't you think? Oh, how do you always know? Ah. So, noticing things out of the corner of your eye. What's normal? What's missing? What's present? Those kind of things are... It's kind of in the background, isn't it? It doesn't have to be consciously, actively, but it needs to be aware that, that, that your senses are being aware. They're, they're, they're kind of noticing those things that stand out. What was that that I heard? What was that that I saw? What was missing there that I expected to hear or see? I was brushing up the other day, cleaning out the stable. Um, <laughs> this is not preferred, but it was interesting to me that the, the sound of a brush, there's a lot of routine stuff we do. Brushing's one of them. The sound of a brush on dry ground, ground, dry, dry, um, the sound of a brush on dry concrete is quite different the shh, shh on dry concrete is quite different from the shh, shh, the hiss that you get from when you're sweeping up and the ground's wet. I don't think there's any significance of that. It's just interesting. In my ears, I noticed there was a difference. And while I was doing that, all the others were out having food, but Owenna wandered back in. Owenna is the big brown girl who is just amazing. 
got fantastic eyes, just so stunning. And they, they look, they look at you. And that was the thing that I noticed, that I was being noticed, I was being observed. And this is just very ordinary. This is my ordinary alpaca. This is my ordinary alpaca that I'm mucking out the stable for, that I'm putting the food out for, I'm checking the water level is up for. And then I noticed she's extraordinary. I think that's true of all alpacas, but sometimes you notice it more in one than another. But she is extraordinary. Alpacas are extraordinary. The, the way you can interact with them without words, without actions even, just that thing of an acknowledgement of being seen and heard, being, being noticed by another living being, another intelligence. I'm not saying they're people. I'm not saying that they're highly intelligent, although I think they are. <laughs> I think we don't know the half of it. For most of the animals that we, we live around, we don't know the half of what's going on. And the, the things that they notice and react to, the things that are extraordinary to us, but ordinary to them. So I'm, I'm looking at things and thinking this is ordinary, and then suddenly being confronted with the extraordinary. I, I just love the, the presence of alpacas. I'm kind of focused on me, <laughs> self-centered. That's, that's people for you, and that's certainly me. I, I'm aware of me and, and my needs and my, my comfort. It's raining today, I've got a hat on, I've got my coat on, I've got my waterproof trousers on. This is the summer. So I'm, I'm focused on me, and then suddenly I become aware of another, another beside me. They're momentary, those, those kind of connections. I think sometimes I'm not attuned enough to stay connected, to stay noticing what's going on and understanding what I'm seeing. But it's always there, just, just beyond. Just beyond the gaze of ordinary is extraordinary. And if we... Ah, oh, here I am again. If we take our time to stop, to stand and stare, to smell the roses, or the alpaca variation of that, to spend some time in the presence of your alpacas, not doing anything necessarily. Sometimes it's helpful to be doing something ordinary like sweeping up and putting the food out and topping up the water. They're ordinary things. The alpacas know you do those things. And then they, they, they're sort of more relaxed. They understand that the focus is somewhere else other than them. So if you use the out of the corner of your eye, the eyes in the back of your head, use your ears, you can observe the extraordinary, which you're surrounded by all the time. And there it is. There's, there's the presence. Sometimes it's a bird call that catches your attention. I heard a, a green woodpecker this morning and it, it was obviously disturbed by something and there was the alarm cry and it zipped away. And just where I'm sat recording this at the moment, outside, with a drip going on, on the decking next to me. I'm in the dry, relatively. There's something that's being busy over on the lake, and it's, it's a little grebe. 
they are extraordinary little birds and have a whole thing that goes on. This is a bird and it spends a lot of its time underwater. Uh, it's a lot of diving and swimming and they've got the right kind of feet for it and the kind of wings and they can hold their breath. And they whiz around and they're doing the things that they do. I have no idea. I have no idea what they're doing underwater. What is it? Little things that they're... Is it the insect life that they're going after? Is it vegetation? Is it detritus, stuff that's just going to get washed down and sitting on the surface of the... I don't know. The bits I do know is when I see them moving and then zip, and they've gone underwater and they've gone. I don't see the bit. Once they're underwater, I can't see them. The reflection off the surface means that I, it's, I can't see underneath. And then they pop up again. Oh, there it goes. It's just gone. Little splash. It's a little dive. It's a kind of a rise and then, and then a dip under and it's gone. A bit like some of the, the divers in the Olympics when they, they kind of... And they kind of disappear into the water. And there's hardly, hardly a ripple, hardly a splash. That's not me. I couldn't do that. But these birds just do it naturally. That's their ordinary. But to me, it's extraordinary. So they're busy under there. And then today we haven't... I can't see it at the moment. No, we've, we've had a cormorant in most of the week. We've got the lake full and overflowing again. And I'm not complaining. <laughs> I prefer it that way, and I prefer it being cooler, but I'm just aware that my weather is very tame compared to many people's, and uh, I feel for, for the people who haven't got grass that are in the middle of drought, people who are in the middle of wildfires and the other things that are going on. And then they do have water and it floods and all that kind of problems that come with that. These things are extraordinary. Mm. We used to think so. I think they're becoming more ordinary. Don't you think this weather, extreme weather, is extreme weather becoming ordinary? The fact that it's happening has become ordinary. And yet, the clouds. Sometimes you see a cloud and the, the colours and the shapes and the, the movement. and it, It's a different kind. What is that? All those things are ordinary and yet extraordinary. And how things happen and how we... So, learning to read things... Read the alpacas, read the birds, read the weather. Help us to go beyond seeing the ordinary and understanding and appreciating with awe the extraordinary that we're surrounded by. So the Canada geese continue to grow. These, these goslings, these little ones, not little anymore. Do you know, there's a, there's a subtle change going on. They're getting their feathers come through. The head is darkening, noticing the, particularly the back of the head. But up the, the top of the neck and, and the head is, is quite dark on the adults. Then whiter, lower down. But also they've got a little white flash on their rump. It's almost... The tail doesn't quite cover that bit. There's a little white flash. It's helpful because you, you can swim towards that. You can follow after the little white flash. You know you're following and, and processing after your parents when you're on the water or on the ground. We've got the adult male. He's standing there on guard, watching around. He's, he's got his attention on me at a distance. He's noticing what I am doing, where I am. And they were nearer over this side. Now they've gone across the lake and they got out again. And they're on the far side and they, they're grazing. 
<laughs> as Cali de Geese do. And so the, the female and the, the three goslings are, are eating away. The male just standing there, watching, keeping alert, keeping an eye on what's going on. Amazing job. Well done. And the, the colouring is changing on these feathers for the, for the youngsters. And you can start to see there's a bit of darkening and lightning and the greeny speckled stuff that was the, the fluff balls that they started off as is now changing, changing into these long-legged. They're a bit, a bit gangly, I know, but at this stage, but they're, they're starting to look like geese. And the colours are starting to come in. A uh, long way to go yet before they're going to be flying and disappearing. And I quite like the fact that it's, I've got some more time with them. I like having them around. I was, it's a sad day when they go, isn't it? I, I feel that. I feel... Mm, bereft is a big word, I don't mean that. But I do, I do feel the miss, I, I do, do feel the loss. And uh, it's a bit like that with career as well. When they're, when they're born and they're, they're much more dependent and you have to get in there and do the bits and pieces and, and keep them safe and keep them dry. <laughs> Put the coats on, take the coats off. Because you leave the coats on, they can overheat heat during the day. So you've got to scoop them up. So I just saying to somebody yesterday, if you, if you can't catch them to put a coat on, they probably don't need a coat. But uh, They then grow a bit more and you just don't have the same kind of interaction. They're still beautiful, they're still around. They're still part of the herd now. But it's not quite the same as the... They've got wise to you, haven't they? It's not quite the same way you can kind of come up behind them or aside them and, and just kind of take hold of them and check them out. It's a little bit more... You've got to give them a bit more respect. <laughs> and bit more time, a bit more attention. And it's on their terms. And we can build that kind of relationship with them. So the geese are, are mm, accepting of us. Um, I think they think it's their lake, you know. <laughs> my, my feeling is it's mine. No, no, it's not really at all. And the land, no, not really at all. I kind of got a bit of responsibility for it. And it's, it's nice to feel that it's somehow connected with me, but it's not mine. And it's the same with the alpacas. They're, they're mine. No, they're not. They're their own. I have responsibilities and I do my things, but actually the alpacas are their own. Interesting. If you can, if you're able to, go spend some time with your alpacas and look for the extraordinary that's just beyond the normal sight, the things that are passed over. Watch with this out of the corner of your eyes. Listen to what's behind you and over at a distance and interpret these things and discover the extraordinary. Have fun, take care of yourself and see you again soon. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.